Hey, good afternoon, guys. Happy Sunday. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Abiding Life. Today, I wanted to actually come to you briefly with something I'm pretty excited about, and that is the necessity the necessity of hope. Um, the necessity of hope. I was meditating, actually, on... Uh, Proverbs thirteen twelve this morning, and it says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. And I was just thinking about that. That that's a startling verse. That any time I go any extended period of time without living in hope, living in the expectation of good, it erodes the heart. And to be honest. I think, myself included, we assign a lot of what we're experiencing to attack, being attacked, versus when in reality I think a lot of it actually is just wrong believing. Wrong believing. (laughs) So I want to talk today about the necessity of hope. And these are just some quick thoughts that I... Uh, and coming to you with from this morning, my time with the Lord this morning. And, you know, just being transparent, I realized this morning uh, there's a situation that has just really been weighing me down for a while. And I didn't realize what I was feeling or what I was experiencing until I got in the presence of the Lord. And His presence has an amazing way of revealing, exposing, both breaking and mending simultaneously. So as I was spending time, I was meditating on this verse, and immediately I started thinking of one of the Beatitudes. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So if hope deferred, in other words, living without hope, living hopeless, if that makes my heart sick, and it's with a pure heart that I see the Lord, then if I'm hopeless, it affects the way I see the Lord and then therefore the way I see everything else. Faith is the substance of, and you guys know the rest, the substance of things hoped for. Hoped for. (laughs) So, faith works through love, but it's birthed in hope. Faith works through love, but it is birthed in hope. And I started to realize something. You know, I have a feeling I'm going to be getting a little transparent in this one. But, you know, I started to realize something today. That the times where I felt really hopeless were often the times that I had a really difficult time connecting with the Lord. And it dawned on me today, if faith is the substance of things hoped for, then if I was dealing with hopelessness, then I will be dealing with unbelief. I will be dealing with a lack of faith. So if I'm feeling hopeless, I'm not really approaching the Lord in faith, which is why those secret place times, one of the reasons for me personally, I believe I was having a hard time connecting was because there was just a lot of hopelessness in my heart. Therefore, faith could not be birthed. 
I hope that makes sense. But that was a huge realization this morning for me was that was, oh man, I actually have some hopelessness about this situation. Therefore, it's quenching my faith and then affecting the way I approach the Lord. I thought that was just profound. So I hope you guys benefit from my pain. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm just thinking about this and about the necessity of hope. And just the Lord was telling me, you know, there are three things that you're called to not just touch every now and then, but to live in continually. Those are peace, joy, and hope. And uh, I was just thinking about that verse in Romans 14. It says, may the God of hope, which is already incredible. He isn't the God who has hope. He is the God of hope itself. May the God of hope fill you with all, listen to this, all joy, all joy, which is amazing, (laughs) and all peace. Here's how, in believing. And then it finishes and says, and the Holy Spirit will make you abound in hope. So get this, I was, man, it's, I was on a beautiful hope rabbit trail this morning. So God is a God of hope. And he's called us and he's called, he's called you, he's called me to not only have it, but to abound in it always. But how do I get there? I get there by first being filled with joy and peace and not just some all. And you might be thinking, wow, that seems really hard. Actually, you know, I thought the same thing, but in Romans 14, where I'm reading this verse, it says, hey, there's hope, sorry, there's joy, and there's peace here, and I want to fill you with it. Here's how you appropriate, like my buddy Jordan Hall says, you know, he says, everything's been made available to us, but we have to learn how to appropriate, appropriate it. Here in Romans 14, God's showing us, here's how you appropriate joy and peace. It's in believing. Isn't that amazing? So as I position myself to believe what God has said, when I do that, I then appropriate all joy and all peace. And as I appropriate all joy and all peace, that's leading me to a place called abounding hope. Not just hope, but like, amazing amazing hope (laughs) and that's what i want you know hopelessness that's kind of a big area of where i came out of depression hopelessness fear and to me it's so beautiful to see that the way into abounding hope can be traced back to just believing believing the truth not believing my feelings believing the truth believing what god says going that direction and as i do that i appropriate his joy his peace which will lead me to a place called abounding hope and in reality this is revealing that we aren't called to live a moment outside of hope you know what does it say it says um christ in you the hope of glory he is the god of hope first peter 1 says that 
we've been born again to a living hope. So in reality, if I am hopeless, it's really because I'm not looking at Christ. I'm not looking at the truth. I'm not looking at what he said or what he's saying. So if you're dealing with, yay, if you're dealing with hopelessness, like I was, if you're dealing with that, then maybe it's only because, not because you have a a big issue, but maybe it's just wrong believing. And sometimes you have to regroup and ask the Lord, hey, what do you think about this situation? What are you saying about this? Um, Can I have a promise concerning this? And in that place, you start believing that over what you see or feel, and it will eventually change what you see and feel. But to live without hope is not what we are created for. And I just want to encourage you guys today that to live with the to live in the necessity of hope. That hope is a necessity for life. It's what we're actually called to live in continually because we have a living hope. <laughs> I just came across the family of ducks. Yes. Yes. Anyway, guys, I just want to pray real fast that God would bless everyone who's listening to this, including me, with an increase of hope with with a conviction that hey i'm not i'm not gonna i refuse to live a second outside of hope any longer so father i thank you right now just for every person listening and i thank you for teaching me the necessity of hope i thank you for the joy of getting to share what you have given me and i pray that every person who hears this would receive the same breakthrough in this area that you've given me this morning even. I pray right now, Jesus, and ask you that you would increase our hope and that we would be a people who abound in hope. In Jesus' name, amen.